the thing your mother has probably told you before or your grandmother or your aunt and that is if you don't have nothing good to say don't say nothing at all there you go Hi, welcome to Seek with Abandon. My name is Candy. I'm Melissa. And we are so glad you are here. We are having quite the the, the brain fog day, aren't we? Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> awful. It's awful, guys. I'm sorry in advance for our brain fog, but you know what? We're human. Hopefully, once we get into all of this, we'll... Yeah, the, the fog will have lifted. Yes. 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 Or you guys will be bored and move on. Please don't do that. Okay. So anyway, we got our audio working a little better. Yay. Yay. And although we do sound like we are in a tunnel a little bit, it's only because we're in a corner. And so, mm-hmm. you know. And it's kind of yeah a little bit of um we're kind of in a box sort mm -hmm. of kind of so you're just gonna hear you know what have some grace (laughs) that's all i can tell you and then we are actually recording on an iphone for Mm -hmm. our video so uh you'll hear that audio Mm -hmm. with the video and then the audio that you hear on the podcast is our new and improved hopefully very good when we edit it auto audio hopefully yeah so anyway what'd you think about that women's uh comfort or the little conference we had it was awesome i know right that was awesome i did not get to come last year due to my work schedule but it was awesome this year yeah it was really good and um if you are local to us because if you're listening and you're and you know us, you're local to us, and you know where we go to church, mm-hmm. we don't advertise that because you know we have a private life. Yes. So, but if you are local to us and you don't have a church, definitely come here. I mean, I'm telling you, it was Rob. Robin was awesome. And that was our speaker. Yeah, Robin was awesome. She always does a. And a great job. I mean, I enjoyed speaking to her one-on-one. Yep, yep. So. Very knowledgeable. And Andrea and her friend did a great job. Singing. For the music. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. We just had a really good time. Yes. But anyway, so we've been doing, because we're part of the women's ministry mm-hmm. of our church, so we've been doing that and plan this today in between church services so, needless to say, we are a little bit all over the place. Yes. You yes. know, because we've been working hard, but we we find it very important to do the work of the Lord. And so, and we and we had studied on this earlier, mm-hmm. so we we know what we're doing. It may not look like it, but we know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We are fought every podcast we do in some way, form fashion whatever and Mm -hmm. this one is absolutely no different we had it completely and totally planned out um when we studied where we were being led the scriptures we were being led to that kind of stuff 
and we always we've started doing a little study before the podcast just kind of a refresher of what we're doing which we really kind of needed it because last week we kind of winged it and went off the went off course i mean god wanted us there Right. right so we just went the way he wanted and then we put this one on the back burner until this one and we've taken out about a third of the content of it now yeah yeah it's completely reworked yeah we reworked it because god's leading that way i mean we don't do anything that we don't feel god is leading in that direction if we start studying on something and it's too hard for us to come together with a point or with the focus or the scriptures are just all over the place and they're not coming to together to be cohesive then that's not where god's leading us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's kind of whenever we went back through and we're looking at the scriptures again that's kind of what happened was it was just kind of this they weren't making any sense right it was all over the place i mean and i was like we need to focus here yeah not here so what's uh so today we are going to be focusing on communication Mm -hmm. how we talk how we should talk very important for women yeah oh Men well, I too, think men but, too, but I think that women we have a tendency to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, men. There, I mean, I won't say all men because I don't want to put every man in a box and say every man is this way. But generally, most men are just like, mm, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're not really talkers. They bond more on activities, yeah, and common interests, yeah, than yeah, deep yeah. conversations. Where women we talk that's how i mean any man if you're watching this you know when you're when your wife or your girlfriend says we need to talk that's like the worst thing ever you could hear isn't it probably yeah <laughs> you're like oh gosh what now what have i done <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of times that talk can be great and wonderful and edifying and encouraging and then other times that talk could be not so great Mm -hmm. and and honestly if it's not good uh one you should probably shouldn't be talking about it or two um you probably are speaking evil Mm -hmm. i mean it, it might not be all the time but honestly scripture as we were going through this again and god changed the focus is that we should talk should be encouraging Mm -hmm. and so that doesn't always mean it doesn't always look like you're so great you're so wonderful i mean that's not always what's encouraging sometimes what's encouraging is something that convicts you Mm -hmm. you know um if the lord is getting into a part of your life wanting to prune that area Mm -hmm. of your life that's not going to feel good but it's encouraging one to know that god is you're a child of his Mm -hmm. and he's working on you and two that this gives me the opportunity to make something better make myself a better person a better um christian a a better child of god really Mm mm-hmm that's encouraging so encouraging is not always saying good things about somebody sometimes encouraging is speaking to a group of women about sin like 
Robin did yesterday yep. about repentance. Repentance is it, being faced with something you need to change mm-hmm. is not always a pretty thing. No. It's not, it doesn't, at the moment, at that very moment, does, doesn't feel encouraging. But just knowing that God is calling you to, to a higher level because he's showing you that you're in sin in this area. Mm-hmm. He's trying to bring you up to a higher level. That's encouraging. That's what speech should be about, is encouraging one another. Edifying, meaning um, making better, giving life to something. Mm-hmm. It should always be that way. So right. let's go ahead and go into Matthew twelve thirty-four through 37. So do you want to read that? Mm, I can. It says, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But say, but I say unto you that every idle word that the men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words they shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. It says right there, you can be justified or you can be condemned. Mm-hmm. Um, that we are going to be judged for every idle word that men shall speak. They shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. So it gives you the idea that, hey, what I speak is pretty, pretty important. It is. It, and also another key thing to kind of look at there is in 34 the end of it it says for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh so if you are not speaking edifying words to someone then it's a heart issue that's something that you need to examine within yourself because there's something in your heart that's not right right and so if you if you are speaking ill about someone then where's your heart at? Mm-hmm. You know, is your heart full of hatred, strife? I don't know, wrath. I mean, those things are. You, you, we we shouldn't be living like that. We no. sh- we shouldn't have thoughts about somebody like that. Here's here's my thing. There are people in this world that you just will never get along with. I mean, let's face it, never ever get along with. You okay. know. But that doesn't give us the the right to speak ill of them. No. That's a reason to pray for them and keep your distance. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't live peaceably with men, it says in Scripture, live peaceably with all men. Mm-hmm. But if it says if you can. So if you can't, then you need to keep your distance and pray for that person. Because right. we're right. supposed to pray for our enemies. And so... That's what we should be doing other than speaking ill of someone. So there's always going to be someone we don't get along with. There's always going to be someone that doesn't like us. It's okay. Women, women especially have this problem. It is okay if someone doesn't like you. Mm -hmm. I have found the smaller the circle, the better off you are anyway. I mean, it's okay. But I also feel like... The smaller the circle of trust, yes. like people that you trust to tell your intimate things to. Like, yes. And when I say intimate, I don't mean in 
in the sexual sense. I mean it more in a confidence, confiding in. Yeah, like private sense. You don't want to be airing your business to Mm -mm. anybody that'll talk to you. But by the same token, you do want some trusted people in your life that you could go to and say, um, you know, whatever's... Because especially confessing your faults. Yeah. You know, if you if you did something that you shouldn't have done and is sinful, sometimes going to... I mean, of course, repent. Right. Repent, turn away from that. But it helps sometimes to go to a trusted friend and say, you won't believe what I just did. You know, I remember I called you one day and said, you won't believe what I just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you repented of it. I repented and I asked for forgiveness mm-hmm. from the person I said it to. And, um, and, and now we're fine. But the point I'm trying to make is that there are times when you stay away from people. There are times when you come together with people. And that it is really important to have those trusted people in your mm-hmm. life that you can talk to. But, and, and I'll tell you something else that oftentimes we get in the flesh as Christians and say this. Well, she did it to me. Yeah, two, two wrongs don't make a right. No, and it's hard. Mind you, it's hard to keep your mouth shut human nature wants you to lash back at them yeah it's hard to not say well let me tell you what i know about you yada 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 or Mm -hmm. whatever you might want to say so it's difficult to push that down but we are to carry our cross daily Mm -hmm. we are to uh crucify the flesh daily Mm -hmm. so that means that we're supposed to say flesh you may feel like you have the right to say this or that you have the right to feel this way or that but i'm telling you that that doesn't line up with jesus Mm -hmm. that doesn't line up with the word of god right so if that doesn't line up then you need to have a seat Mm -hmm. because now this the 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 right thing is going to happen and that is what god says in his word yeah so let's go to which one is next proverbs Proverbs. 18 21 and i went all around the way sorry about that but i have a tendency to get yeah well you know (laughs) i'm I'm the i'm the um i'm a northern girl but now i'm the mouth of the south (laughs) 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 apparently anyway Okay, so what are we at in 1821? Mm-hmm. Uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, yep. okay, so what does that say? That says, if I speak life, then you'll have life. Then I'm going to eat the fruit of life. Mm-hmm. If I speak death, then I'm going to eat the fruit of death. That means pretty much, you know, not advocating for um karma here right but you do and there's a there's a verse in scripture and had i known this was going to come up i would have found it there's a verse in scripture that pretty much says you know um you treat others the way you would have them treat you so if you put out that negative 
judgmental vibe, that's what you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. No, and that's, like we pretty, and that's pretty much what this is saying. Yeah. Like last week's mm-hmm. podcast. As soon as you start doing the judgment on somebody, it's going to, your life is automatically going to come on a microscope. Yep. Yep. And so you put out, so if you're somebody and, and Hey, I'm not judging you. You judge yourself. If you are somebody who oftentimes finds herself talking about people, not being nice about the person, Mm -hmm. and we've all done it, Mm -hmm. all of us, then don't be surprised when it comes back on you. Right. I mean, this, you know, you need to speak life into people's lives. Mm -hmm. That's what we're supposed to be doing is speaking life encouragement and edifying lives we get enough beaten in the world right. we don't need to beat each other down too so right okay uh ephesians 4 22 through 32 so again if you're confused <laughs> if you're confused at what we're talking about we're talking about how you speak to people and how what you uh should be doing mm-hmm. So I know that we've kind of, I've, I went down a rabbit trail, but that's okay. Sometimes you need to go down a rabbit trail. You know, I've never had rabbit. I did once. Was it good? I don't remember. I was a kid. Oh, I heard it tastes like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. I eat chicken then, right? <laughs> okay. uh, let's see. Uh, where are we at? Ephesians 4.22. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away, lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for ye are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole stole, steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands the things which is good, the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But you notice that it says let Mm -hmm. no corrupt communication Proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. So, do we keep on going? Is mm-hmm. that, oh, we keep, we're going to 32. It's all the way to the end of it. All right. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So, what's this mean? What's all this mean? It means be nice. Be nice. Be nice one to another. Have mercy on each other. Have grace. Right. There's a couple places here. Uh, In 25, he says, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Okay, there's one. Mm Mm-hmm. Two, um, he says, uh, let no corrupt communication mm-hmm. proceed out of your mouth, but which, but that which is edifying 
to I'm sorry, which is good to the use of edifying. So in other words, what I say out of my mouth should be used as edification for you mm-hmm. to lift you up, to give you life, speaking life into your world, that kind of thing. And then it says uh, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. So mm-hmm. in other words, if if you have done something against or not maybe not against me, but just in general have sinned, what comes out of my mouth should not be judgment, but should feel like grace to you. Right. And so, and then it says, it goes on to say, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking mm-hmm. be put away from you. So that this should not even be a part of our daily life. Right. But it is. It is. It does become a part of mine, a part of yours. At one point in time, somebody upsets us. Uh, our kids are just, um, you're ready to wring their necks. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. That never happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know your boys. I know better than that. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, so, you know, so this is what he, and the, and let me just say this this is hard Mm -hmm. at times Mm -hmm. so don't beat yourself up if you mess up give yourself grace also yeah yeah i mean you are going to mess up i mean i'm not saying don't repent 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 if you sin repent if you hurt somebody go to them and Mm -hmm. ask for forgiveness these are things you should be doing however this is not being said to make you feel like you have to be perfect. Right. Or not going to be. No. You know? We can strive to be as close to it as possible. Of course. But the, we're always going to come short because none of us are built to be perfect. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is that nobody's going... You're never going to be perfect in the sense of saying the right thing all the time. Right. Right. You're just, you're just not... But we strive, like you said, we strive. Mm-hmm. We, and just like we said last year, last week, I believe it was last week. We we press, we press. It's a yes. pressing way. So sometimes it's really easy to edify someone and be kind and nice, and there's absolutely no effort. And then there are other days where it's everything you can do to be nice to someone because you feel terrible yep. or you don't feel like talking, and, but you have to, mm-hmm. or you're not always going to be good at it, but well, we want to try. Something else that stands out to me on this one, too, is um, 20 through 24, it talks about the old man versus the new man. Right. So the old man is going to live in the lust of, de- you know, the deceitful lust and all of that stuff. So it's going to be really easy for you to be able to just say what you want and have no consequences, not think about it, you know, have, have no conviction over what you've said. But whenever you put on that new man in Christ, then you're going to get conviction from that. God's going to correct you from that. And that's something that you don't want to feel. So it's something that you're going to strive, you should strive every day to do better at. So, I mean, that's another thing. It's a heart issue. Once you get that heart transplant from God, Mm -hmm. and from jesus then that shouldn't be something that you want to do anyway and i love how it says um and that ye put on the new man which is after god Mm -hmm. uh is create which after god is created in righteousness and true 
holiness. Exactly. You know, so this new man you have is capable of doing all of these things. Well, it's like in our service we had this morning. You know, our pastor was talking about our body, our worldly self wants to do this, this, and this, but the spirit that we have within us right, has the ability to overcome those worldly desires. Right. We, when, when we are made new through salvation, God gives us everything we need. It's kind of like, you know, he re he regenerates us. We're made new. We're Mm -hmm. obviously new, but it's like we come with, uh, our our welcome packet you know what i mean like (laughs) like here's a welcome packet and here's all the things that see noisy car what i tell y'all uh here's all the things that you need to live a life of true holiness Mm -hmm. but we are still in this flesh Mm -hmm. and we're going to mess up we're not right. going to be perfect at, at everything that we do. And we're not, I don't think that God expects that of us. I think he expects repentance. Mm-hmm. He expects us to press to the high calling or the high mark of, the, mm-hmm. of God. He, he expects us to, to give it our best shot. Right. You know, but I don't think he expects us to be perfect because we're not and he knows that. And so when those times come where you, you're you not the best self mm-hmm. that you can be is the time that you need to repent and give yourself a little grace and say, I'm sorry to whomever you need to. Right. You know? And on that note, repentance is not... I'm going to do this and then turn around and say, I'm sorry. Right. And then do it again. Right. It has to be true repentance that oh i've really made a mistake here and i i I can't keep doing that yeah repentance is a hard issue exactly i can i could say well i'll just be mean to melissa say i'm sorry or, or repent say i'm sorry and then tomorrow i'll just be mean to her again no because god knows your heart he knows the heart of men mm-hmm. so he knows because true repentance is it looks like godly sorrow it doesn't look like oops messed up okay i'll just ask for repentance and i'll be good to go chick it's not like that works that's not how it works you have to you have to really be sorry you have to have a godly sorrow about things Mm -hmm. and god knows your heart so sorry but you can't do that. That's kind of like your kid coming to you and you telling them, you know, don't take your brother's toy. Okay. So they go and they take their brother's toy. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, don't do it again. Don't take your, you know, your brother's toy. Okay. Next day they go take their brother's toy and they just come up to you and look and just say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, there's nothing behind it. It's just a learned behavior right is that just to apologize and do right. it again and and again this is about communication it's mm-hmm. like i told my daughter i said you know because she has a tendency like some women do oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry about everything mm-hmm. you know and i said 
I said to her, I said, don't say I'm sorry when you have no reason to say I'm sorry. Right. Because right. it diminishes your sorry when you do have a mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. I said, and plus, you shouldn't be sorry about things that you shouldn't be sorry about. If you have honestly done nothing wrong and God has not placed it on your heart that, hey, I know you don't see that this was wrong, but it was wrong, and you do need to go and apologize, if you don't have that and you don't see where the issue was and you don't have God telling you, yes, there was an issue, don't apologize for it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you... First of all, if you're not sorry, don't say you're sorry. That too, yeah. But a lot of people do that as a habit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about everything all the time. And, and, you know, communication is important. And it's important to say the things you mean and mean the things you say. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And even in Scripture it says, let your yay be yay and your nay be Mm -hmm. nay. I mean, it's important what we say to people, how we act towards people. And and I'll tell you something else that we tend to kind of lax on a little bit. It's still important what we say to our kids, mm-hmm. what we say. I mean, how the attitude we give our children. I have a really hard time with that. Some days I come in, my daughter is, you know, she's autistic, mm-hmm. but she's 27, mm-hmm. and there's this part in my brain that's like she's 27 why are we having this conversation (laughs) and the last thing I want to do is have whatever conversation we're having and I tend to be dismissive like whatever you know that Mm -hmm. kind of dismissive and I ought not be like that usually whenever I get to that point with I mean I have teenage boys so it's a whole nother ball game. But usually if they're at the point where they need to ask me something, they need to talk to me about something, and I'm in one of those moods, I just look at them and be like, okay, listen. I've got this going on, this going on, and this going on. Can we discuss this whenever I don't have anything going on? Can you come and approach me at another time? And they'll be like, well, when would that be? Okay, can we talk about it at this time, on this day? Okay, yeah, we can do that. So at least there's a little bit of communication there that I've learned with them. Sometimes I can do that with my daughter. She has this way. God love her. She's a girl. (laughs) She's a girl. And you know what? I'm sorry to say, but one of the fleshly things that girls were given, that men were given, but not every man, is the power of manipulation. Oh, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't care if you don't agree with me. Every woman is born with that fleshly bad thing. Well, not it's not a bad thing. Sometimes if you want your children to make the right choice, it, it can be sort of a good thing. But my lovely daughter, when she wants me to do something, she won't she won't like pester me. But she'll sit there and stare at me. She'll she'll sit in the same room as me. And I know she doesn't have her phone on her. 
She doesn't have her computer on her. She doesn't have her iPad on her. She doesn't have anything on her. All she has is, and I'm like, what are you doing in here? I'm just going to sit with you. And I know what that means because she wants me to do something I haven't done yet. I'm like, you just want me to do this. And there's a part in me that's like, you are not going to manipulate me like that. But then so many times I've given in because I'm just like, just get do whatever it is that she wants me to do. I'm like, okay, it's done. You know, and she knows I'm like that. So she uses that. But bless her little heart. But she doesn't always use it. Sometimes she just comes out there to talk to me. And I'm like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. <sighs> That's what I regret. Yeah. Is like the times that she comes out to me. And I'm just like, not even wanting to talk. Like, when I... For... The, okay. Some of you women, you work. Mm -hmm. And your job entails a lot of talking. Like my job, I'm a receptionist. I talk to people. I talk to almost anybody who calls if if they actually not as much because they're, they're kind of putting them to everybody else's phone or whatnot. But I talk to people. Like, and I'm at work. I talk to coworkers. So when I get home, I just want to like, you know, have you ever heard of Netflix and chill? That's what I want to do. Like, I don't, I want to make some dinner and I want to just put my jam jams on and I just want to sit in front of the TV or in front of your I just want to be quiet. Yeah. I just want to veg. And then she has been home all day mm -hmm. and she wants to do nothing but talk. So, not a good combination. Not a good combo. But anyway, as I was saying, I digress a little bit. This all pertains also to the people that we live with. Those that we so easily can be to. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. You know, it, it comes, it's almost like we, we feel like we have the, um, the privilege or whatever to be that way with them because they're they're my family they understand they're there 24 7 they see me all the time yeah they, they know. see me at my worst it's just kind of like you you're like they know i'm tired they know i don't want to do this right now they know how what i do at work they just need to leave me alone and let me have a little bit of peace and quiet for a little bit right and since they're not doing that they deserve this wow. they know what they're going to yeah. get if they don't but you know what how many times honestly how many times have you done that and regretted it right after it came out of your mouth? Like, I, they know I'm tired and everything, but I was really mean. Oh, like, yeah. I've had to go and apologize before. I've had to apologize to my daughter before. You know, again, we're not perfect, but what I was saying was don't, don't think that this only applies to people outside of your immediate family this applies to them too especially to them you because know? they're the ones who get the, the brunt of it usually yeah and they see the worst of you and they should not see that because again the tongue has the power to speak death or life, life to your children mm -hmm. so you have the opportunity to speak life and abundant life to them mm -hmm. and when we feel at that man you know, that's, it's, it's rough on them, mm -hmm. 
but it's you know it's it's rough on us but it's even rougher on them is what i mean right because they're like this person loves me and they're unless they're purposely being nitpicky that'd be my voice yeah then they know why you're mad yeah and then they laugh about it yeah i'm sure but that's a boy thing yeah and they never grow out of that no but my husband likes to pick at me and then looks at me like I'm crazy when I, you know, fly off the handle. And they have the absolute best timing. They will wait until you have about that much patience left. Like tiny bit. And then they will take you. that bucket load of annoyance and just dump it right on top of you. And then wonder why they get and then why are you so mad yeah take a joke they, take a joke take a joke never, they never ever grow up they ne- girls single <laughs> ladies out there in internet world let me tell you something they never there's part of men that will never grow up i'm gonna tell you i've got two boys and i've got an older daughter my youngest son I don't even know how to describe how he was as a baby. I mean, as a a toddler. Terrible twos does not even touch him. Mischievous, but multiplied by a thousand is the only thing I can think of. But he and the older, well, not necessarily the older one, but he used to get out of the tub. And, you know, it's little boys. All of them do it, but they'd run around naked. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd try to catch them and get them in their clothes, and they'd run from you and laugh and... I mean, you know, you're like, come on, let's get clothes on. They just run around in a circle and mm-hmm. just enjoying themselves. So my daughter's sitting there, and I just looked at her, and I was like, I want you to remember something. And she said, what's that? I said, do you see how the boys are acting? She said, yeah. And I said, it doesn't matter how old they get. This is still their mentality. <laughs> and she just looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. And then, you know, another friend of mine who was a co-worker, <laughs> she had told me that whenever her husband would act completely and totally irrational to us and get on our last nerve, mm-hmm. she'd finally just look at her daughter and be like, if you play your cards right, you can have one just like him. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. My husband doesn't do it all the time. He doesn't. But when he does, he does these little things he knows gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And he'll just continue to do it and do it until I go, until I yell or whatever. And then he'll just be like, what? Why are you so upset? What? I was just, I'm just playing. I'm like, you know that gets on my nerves. Yet you said, they never grow out of that. They don't care. It's because they love you. Yeah. That's how yeah. they show love. Yeah. You just know, remember you know, that. You know how the, you know how the little boy on the playground who had a crush on the girl. He he he's, he's mean to her and like punches her and pinches her or whatever pulls her, pulls her hair. They never grow out of that either. No. <laughs> no. They never grow out of that. So, <coughs> single ladies, that's what you that's what you uh, get to have, but. There are some good things about men. They take out the trash sometimes. Sometimes. And they mine changes the oil in my car. That's that's always nice. Mm. You know, I, I don't even know when I have 
when I need. Actually, I do know when I need an oil change because my car tells me. <laughs> but you know. Anyway, we digress. So maybe uh, we need to take that little part out there for another little clip. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So which next? Romans. What is our next one? Romans fifteen one through seven. So I told you. I tried to warn you all. We're scatterbrained. We're, uh, scatterbrained and high on Chinese food. <laughs> MSG. <laughs> yes. MSG. We got that MSG high. And we're, we'll just remember next time before we, you know, if we ever have dinner or something before we do a podcast, no Chinese no. food. No. No more. No. It, it's not good. Okay. 15, 1 through 7. So... We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and and consolation grants you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. So Mm -hmm. it's just pretty much saying... Be nice to one another. Mm-hmm. Edify one another. So it's not just about being nice, but it's also about lifting each other up and speaking life into other people's lives. Right. And also on here, it shows that it talks for even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, you, you don't do things to please yourself. You're not going to talk to please yourself. It's to lift others up. Yeah. So it it comes to this you know everything that we've been saying every every scripture that we've been reading there is nothing in there that says speak this way for you Mm -mm. not once speak this way for you it's always been speak this way for others edify others encourage others death and life is in the tongue and what you speak out Mm -hmm. you'll get back those Mm -hmm. kind of things it's never you do this for you and the world would have you believe that how much have you seen you got to love yourself self-care and and don't get me wrong you have to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. i mean let's face it but you don't you don't put yourself first while pushing others away away and back and down and and treating them back we're a peculiar people Mm mm-hmm we're supposed to be a peculiar people. Yep. That means we don't live like the world lives. We don't do what the world does. We don't get back at somebody because they hurt us. Right. We pray for our enemies. And we don't uh, speak ill of somebody because we've heard, heard mm-hmm. being the operative mm-hmm. word, that they spoke ill of us. We don't right. do that because we are God's chosen people. We're supposed to speak life 
and goodness into people's lives. Do we always do that? As we've said before, no, we don't. Mm -hmm. But we need to strive to be that kind of person to our sisters and our brothers. We need to strive to, because again, I'm going to say this world beats you down all by itself. Mm -hmm. You don't need others to do that for you. Okay, what do we got next? Colossians. Okay, so everybody sing the song. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. There you go. There it is. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. There we go. What are we at? Uh, 3, 12 through 17. I'll find it here. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in the hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So, there you go. Again, it's saying, first of all, in the beginning, it said, and above all things, put on charity. Mm -hmm. What's charity? That's love. love. You put on love, which is the bond of perfectness, Mm -hmm. and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. So, nowhere here does it say, you know, get on to people or make them feel terrible or, or you have the right in this or that circumstance to say what you want to say you you can't do that as a christian well and then also it goes on and talks about um you're all called in one body mm-hmm. so you can look at it like this too um the church is the body of christ so if you hurt a member of the body of christ it's just like you're hurting i mean you wouldn't do that you, you wouldn't sit there and intentionally saw off your own finger right there you go. Or that's sticking is, off in it or something. That That is perfect because that's true. We are one body and, you know, some are the eye, some mm-hmm. are the arm, some are the leg, some are a toe. You know, some are, but they're all equal mm-hmm. in their importance. In their importance. And when you hurt one, it, it says in, I think it's Philippians, if I'm, I might be wrong. But we should bear one another's burdens, Mm -hmm. and they're fulfilling the law of Christ. So, if it's that same feeling that we are one, we are we are the bride of Christ, and so we are one. And so, like you said, when we hurt someone, it's as if we're hurting ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we would—I mean, I wouldn't hurt myself. Right. And then also, if you're hurting a member of the body of Christ, you're also affecting what their purpose is. And I'll tell you something else. That's a child of the king you're hurting. Yeah. 
you're going to have to deal with God on that one. You know, I mean, it's like if somebody purposely hurts your son, you're not, you're, you're not going, you're going to come out swinging. Mm -hmm. That's just the mom in you. Right. I don't believe God comes out swinging because he doesn't have to. But what I'm saying is that you're going to, you're going to fight for your child and take up for your child right. and you're going to make sure that they are taken care of. Right. And so if there's somebody that is coming in, coming at you, um, that is also a child of God and they're coming at you and, and being rude and being terrible to you, I would say that if they are truly a child of God, Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in their shoes because no. that's a big old spiritual spanking coming. Yep. yep. You know, because you don't do that. You don't hurt people. And first of all, you don't hurt anybody as right. a Christian, whether they're saved or unsaved. But you certainly don't hurt the body of Christ. Right. You know, you don't. And even even says um, seven things. I think it was seven it says six things um the the lord hates the seventh is abomination and one of those things mm-hmm. is sowing discord among the brethren yep and god he said i hate that mm-hmm. like i if god hates something that's pretty well that's pretty big and here's the other thing you got i mean like i said before he puts each of us in a position to fulfill the purpose he has for us. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming in and you are distracting that person by hurting them and you are preventing them from doing their purpose to the fullest of their ability and their the extent of what they would normally be doing, you're hindering God's work. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You are. And we talked about that a little bit when we were talking about... Um, what was it we were envy talking? envy yes mm-hmm. thank you uh we talked a little bit about that when we talked about and and you can you could become a stumbling block in somebody else's mm-hmm. in somebody else's life and let me tell you something scripture talks a lot about that 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 ain't good yeah you do not want to do that and you shouldn't want to do that mm-hmm. as a christian that should not be part of who you are and if it is then you need to examine yourself you need to uh, work out your salvation Mm -hmm. and you need to get right with the lord i mean i'm just saying because scripture speaks against it right so i can be bold enough to say you need to get right with the lord Mm -hmm. because you do if you're feeling that i mean there is no reason why anybody should be making people feel like that right period Okay, so our last one is in Colossians again. Mm -hmm. And so that's Colossians 4, um, 5, and 6. So it's walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be, always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. So in other words, make sure... You know, that you are always speaking with grace, mm-hmm. seasoned with salt. So salt breaks things down. It um, it can burn a little. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, so, and it also preserves, mm -hmm. which is interesting in this, in this context, that he's saying, let your speech always be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know uh, how ye ought to answer every man. So, always with truth, mm -hmm. and truth can be that salt, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, I think but with, the with salt love... Too. Yeah, and I think with the salt, too, that you need to make sure that what you're saying, salt seasons things, makes it taste better, mm -hmm. a little bit better to actually get down. So mm -hmm. I think whenever you're talking to someone, if it's a difficult situation, you need to make sure that you have the right wording to where it will be received well. And I think that you have to wait until God leads yes. you to say that. Yes. Because I am... Um, I have experienced this myself, and I truly believe this is always, always the case. Mm -hmm. When God leads you to speak to someone, he will prepare the heart of the hearer. Right. Okay? So, because God goes ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So, if you're not being led to speak to that person about whatever situation it might be, and I'm not talking about what if you've sinned against them, if you've if you've hurt them you right. should go to them anyway right. you don't need to be called to that but if you've had an altercation with someone and you haven't spoken since because you don't want to have that altercation again mm -hmm. i think that that's a, a time that you wait until the lord leads you to speak to that person once he's led you to speak to them, you can guarantee that they're prepared to hear Right, right. You know? And honestly, the same can go for you, that you need to wait until your heart is in the right place. Exactly. Before you can speak to them. And I think that's the, that's the whole point mm -hmm. of waiting for the Lord to lead you to speak to that person. Because who knows your heart better than the Lord does? Right. The Lord knows when you are fully prepared to be graceful and loving mm -hmm. and caring and saying the things you're going to say in love to that person mm -hmm. uh, rather than vengeful or with a clenched you know the lord wants me to tell you i mean i mean right. you, you, that's not a sorry again it's a heart issue is. and again also whenever you are doing that you're going to be waiting. He's going to wait until you are have it far enough behind you to where if that other person does say something that's not mean, but you would have taken it that way, mm -hmm. it's going to be, you're you're not going to take it that way. Right, right. Or it may sting a little bit if it's truthful and it's something that you said or did. Right. But it's not going to be a big blow up. So I guess what we're trying to say is be nice. Have grace. <laughs> Have grace. Be nice. Wait till the Lord leads when it's a when it's a sticky situation, or even whenever it's to um, to speak to someone about him who's lost. Yeah, yeah. Any yeah. situation you need to let God Any lead. Any situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've been mean to somebody, definitely go and apologize. Definitely with that. Yeah. You know, you don't need to wait till God tells you. God's already told you. Go, go ask for forgiveness mm -hmm. repent ask for forgiveness from that person and you know it has to be it has to be something that you truly 
are sorrowful for, sorrowful for mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It can't be, well, I'm going to be mean to this person today, ask for forgiveness, and be mean to him again tomorrow. Or, you know, Johnny was mean to me today, so I'm going to be mean to him tomorrow, and oh, it's tomorrow, I was mean to him, I'm sorry, God, I didn't, I, I shouldn't have done what I did, and but you know what? Sally was nasty to me today, so I'm going to go talk to her tomorrow. Yeah, I mean... You can't do that. You can't do that. And um, one last thing. It's something that we spoke about um, in Sunday school today, actually, is that one of the one of the ways that we can be mean to... And women use this often. I know they do. I've used it. You've used it. We've all used it. And that's that passive-aggressive mm-hmm. speech. It's that... I'm going to be mean, but you won't be able to say to people I'm mean because I can easily explain it away Mm -hmm. because I was nice when I said it, but I know what I meant. You know what I meant, Mm -hmm. but I can defend myself and say I was being nice. You know, this is not, it's manipulative and it's wrong to be that way. And I have been that way many times and I'm not going to sit here and say I never do that because that is totally not true yeah the backhanded compliments aren't yeah good either yeah you look like bless bless my daughter you know when she was younger there I mean part of having autism is I mean thank god she she communicates she's not she's not nonverbal. she's verbal but she said to an older lady meaning it so innocently and nicely she says you look good with makeup on Mm -hmm. she had no idea that that she had just kind of insulted her that she insulted her by saying because the opposite of that is you don't look good with makeup on and so i said to my daughter i said listen when you find so if you see someone who looks extraordinarily better than they normally look you just say you look nice today exactly and and she was like well that's what i meant i said i know what you meant Mm -hmm. but when you say that the gray part that you don't get is the fact that the opposite is also true right well i didn't mean that i said exactly so just say they look nice today Mm -hmm. okay mom (laughs) her daughter has very high functioning autism yes very high functioning so she could get that um, she didn't get the opposite at the time, but now she does. So mm-hmm. she understands that she needs to just say, you look nice today. Yeah. And she'll always say the right thing if she says, you look nice today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so watch out for that passive-aggressive behavior. Um, and, and you know what the funny part about it is? When someone is being passive-aggressive to you, you the funny thing is is you almost will do the same to mm-hmm. them so if somebody like on facebook let's just use Put social use social media for an example somebody puts out there something that you know is meant towards you because you guys haven't really been getting along or whatever the case may be and you know it's towards you but they didn't say you and then you come back and say something like well people should be this way and something it's the same thing. It is. It's the same thing. Just just let it go. Just yep. It's hard to let it go because you want to say something, but the best thing to do is let it go. 
the one thing that I've learned, and I posted this on Facebook the other day, is that I, I always will try to remember to let God fight my battles. Mm-hmm. That I don't need to fight them, that he is a much better fighter than I am. It's kind of like whenever you have siblings and you're younger, and this is kind of what I have to think about. Um, when you have siblings and you're younger, you can be, you can try to take up for yourself with a sibling who mistreats you. But ultimately, your mom or dad is going to have a better consequence and a more impact mm-hmm. on that person right. than right. anything you could do. Right, exactly. So, so you got to let God fight your battles, people. If you, if there's nothing, you know, use the old wives' tale, the thing your mother has probably told you before, or your grandmother or your aunt, and that is if you don't have nothing good to say. Don't say nothing at all. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for our crazy and all over the place, which tends to be, I think this is our niche now, you know? (laughs) This is what we do. kind of seems like we fly by the seat of our pants but uh, it's actually it it's actually not it just happens that way i guess you know we're just the, we're just regular people having a podcast not radio or podcast people having a podcast you know what i mean like yeah. we're just regular we're not people professionals who say uh a lot who stumble over our words who forget where we were at who can't uh, read on some days who can't read <laughs> it's just candy has some editing to do when i tried to read oh, tried to read earlier today so lord I, and i have some editing to do because i've been saying names of my family like it's my job <laughs> so i don't know but i have some editing to do as well but you know what when you get this it's going to be lovely when you hear this but um yeah because i'm going to be cutting a whole lot of stuff out <laughs> Anyway, if uh, you found any value in this or just had a good time with us, please uh, like, share, share with your friends, um, subscribe comment. on YouTube, Com- definitely please. comment, yeah, comment and let us know what you think and and um, subject matter that you really want to know about. I mean, we don't, we are all about suggestions, like, if well. you, and again, you know, this is a conversation between Candy and I, but we're inviting you into it. So yeah. if you have something to add, right, or some little grain of wisdom that you've gotten over the years, we are all here to learn. I'm raising my hand for wisdom. So <laughs> if you, I need a whole bunch of it, please. So if you have anything to, to add to uh, the conversation about conversation, mm-hmm. then let's conversate. So, anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Candy. And I'm Melissa. And thank you for listening to Seek with Abandon. Bye. Bye.